Now we're going live. Pack a punch, Pete. Right off the bat, we're live to the United Kingdom. Hi, guys. <laughs> Over in the UK. Oi. Cuts. So we are now live on Twitch. We're live on Facebook. We are here with Lynn Oddity, professional wrestler, professional sideshow act. How's it going? Alive and kicking, man. Alive and kicking. This guy has done some of the craziest things I've ever seen live in person. Thank you, thank you. I've seen him take staples to every part of his body, including his ball bag. I've seen drills through the nose. I have seen toe chain and a bowling ball from your septum. Same uh, hole, actually. I've seen skewers through your skin. Um, I've seen your, uh, I've seen, only seen the video footage of it, your reverse porcupine. The reverse human porcupine? Yeah. Oh. I take a hundred wooden barbecue skewers and I jam them in my head as hard as I can, see if I can get the stick. <laughs> um, I've also seen your Uncle Fester. Ha ha ha! Dude, that is insane. I cannot be sober for that trick. <laughs> Does that actually hurt? It hurts like a motherfucker, okay? <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of things I can take. One thing that really, really sucks is being set on fire. The next thing up to that is fucking being electrocuted, man. It, I, you gotta hold that. It, it, it doesn't work if it's a quick man. You have to. The person has to tase me in the stomach for a solid thirty seconds for that to work, man. Oh, that, that that's one of the more brutal ones. And then I drop the knife. <laughs> Stick. Len is taking out all of his personal problems on the table this evening. <laughs> <laughs> a little dry hump to the wood there I, 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 I've been a little backed up lately I need a happy ending at this point Hi Cindy, hi Derek, hi Tanya, hi Bum, hi Molly How's everybody? Hi kiddies <laughs> this, is a, this is a child friendly interview <laughs> What fucking crack are you smoking? And why aren't you sharing? What the fuck? Speaking of smoking uh, There you go Holy cow. So how long have you been wrestling for? Uh, professional wrestling February will be 17 years. 17 years. 17 years. And how old are you? I will be 35. Started when I was 18 when I could sign the papers on my own. If I could have started sooner, I would have. My parents were extremely against it. So luckily I could say, living family aside, very few people supported me in what I do. <laughs> we had a game we used to play called Taser. Bit like tag, but with taser guns. <laughs> well, no. What I do, I do two. I, actually, I do three games with the taser now. I do three. Single one. Um, one's actually the other one's on my uh, Instagram. I just posted it recently. The two games I play. Now, first, the trick, which is not a trick, it's a stunt because I'm really getting tased, is the Uncle Fester, where I put a light bulb in my mouth and let somebody tase me in the stomach until it lights up. And we actually light it up for a good 10 seconds or so. Now the two games that I play with tasers. Game number one is Taser Jenga. <laughs> I have one of those four foot tall Jenga sets. And I proceed to play Jenga with two other people. Well, there's a third. Those three people will decide before we start. The third person stands behind me. Whenever it's my turn, they get to tase me. As many times as they want until I pull the brick out and stack it on top. And then we continue through the loop. And we continue until somebody loses. <laughs> My third and final one, which I debuted in October, is Taser Straight Jacket. 
I am a huge Harry Houdini fan. In fact, Harry Houdini inspired me with a lot of what I do. It's a lot of the same uh, premise and concept, showing people that you're only limited to what you can and can't do based upon your own mind. So, for me, best way for me to demonstrate is pain. I have a higher pain threshold than most, and I can control it. In uh, memorial to Harry Houdini in tribute, I get out of a straitjacket within a five-minute time limit while somebody's tasing me <laughs> repeatedly. In fact, within a five-minute time limit, not only was I getting tased, but I stopped while I was getting tased in the straitjacket, sat down, dumped out a bucket uh, barefoot, I have monkey toes. Dumped out a bucket, pulled the cigarette out, put the cigarette in my mouth, all with my toes, grabbed my Zippo lighter, lit my Zippo lighter, lit the cigarette on stage, took a drag, handed it off to the person while they were tasing me, and then rolled out of the straight jacket and pulled it right off. I did get tased in the nipple, though, really fast. Oh. So, that sucked. That, that, and I got metal there, so. And so you have jewelry all over the place. Yeah, I do. So does it hurt more with the jewelry or without? Oh, There's... yeah, fucking that goes right in there. Like, <laughs> Yeah, right up and on in there. I'm, I'm, I'm think I might steal this. I'm over here playing with you, going, my precious, my precious. <laughs> I can't smoke a cigarette, so this is like, ooh, trap toys, the shiny. What, what's the worst spot you've ever taken the staples? Oh, you would be surprised. I've been stapled all over. I've been stapled like back behind the ear. I've been stapled in the head. Front of the head, back of the head, top of the head, wrestling matches, assholes. Fuck you, Starcade! The back of the ear? Was that a, a wrestler or a that was, a that was a sideshow, actually, with the question mark. Oh. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Look at behind the ear. Go right ahead. Fucking regret that one. But what kind no. Of sick fucker thought of that. <laughs> kind of a sick cunt thought of that. That's a whole other story there. That, gee, that, was, that wasn't a fucker. You fucker, you brought her. I don't want to take one for the team. No! <laughs> Moving right along. No, uh, <laughs> one of the worst places I've ever been stapled was actually the armpit. The armpit. I've heard that. The fucking armpit lingered for three fucking days. Three oh. goddamn days. It was actually two years ago at the Tattoo Expo, and uh, the fuck, uh, first day it got stapled on the armpit. Fucking Sunday, I'm still feeling the goddamn thing. Like, you kidding me, man? I got stapled on my taint, and that didn't hurt as much as my goddamn armpit. <laughs> Somebody put one on your taint. Yes. Oh, wait. Sorry. I, I I was wrong. It wasn't it wasn't female. It was male. Fucking Mr. Oddball, my mascot, my buddy, is the one who stapled behind my ear. Dick. Mr. Oddball. I've seen him. It's dear. He's got your logo the on his face. The whole head is the logo. Yeah, yeah. That's Mr. Oddball. I'm I'm going to be selling pop vinyl figures of Mr. Oddball. You can have pop vinyl figures made of yourself. I have one right now. I make them myself. Do you really? I, I make them. No. <laughs> I have one actually sitting, one Mr. Oddball pop vinyl sitting on my dashboard in my car. He's about a year old. I've got to start making more of them. But yeah, he's sitting right there. A little chain wall and everything. So when did you get into the sideshow act? Um, I actually first got exposed to the sideshow stuff in 2007. Uh, when I was living in Connecticut, uh, Circus Delecti, um, a great group of people, uh, Uber Demi uh, taught me a bunch of stuff like the bed of glass and everything like that. But I didn't get a chance to actually perform until I destroyed my foot and I couldn't wrestle. And that's actually when... Um, Is that when they almost took your foot? 95% range of compartment syndrome for the first four months, which means the only cure for compartment syndrome is... 
Amputee. Amputation. It would have been from the ankle down. Luckily, I got away with it. And actually, I had no surgery on my foot. Though, I still have discoloration, misshapen, and I still deal with daily constant pain. Luckily, my pain threshold, I can turn it off. <laughs> and that's not an exaggeration, too. I've, apparently, I'm walking on a, uh, several hair fractures, too, on my other foot. And I, I didn't realize until a friend of mine pointed out, like, your right ankle's swollen like a motherfucker. Is it? Yeah. Let me look at it. Registered nurse. Yeah, you're uh, you're, you're walking on hair fractures. You don't feel that? Not a thing. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've I've never been through anything like that. Nothing. Like this, I've I've seen you get thrown through the table with the tube lights on it. Oh man. I I've Fucking seen light bulb tubes. Fuck that. I gotta ask. The razor. Was that legit or is that a show? My straight razor, Betty. Yeah. Is, was that legit? I'd go grab it right now if you want. No, did you really, like, did you really dig that into other wrestlers? Yeah. Yeah? Did, did, oh. yeah like I said, I'd go grab it for you right now if you want. We'll oh. cut right into your arm, motherfucker. Watch you bleed everywhere. Come on. Come on. Right in my front seat of my car. I'm, I'm good. We'll, we'll grab a piece of paper and we'll just go down with it really quick so you can see how sharp oh, it is if you want. fuck, dude. <laughs> I did not, you know, because <coughs> you know the whole thing. That you hear wrestling's fake, you hear the the gimmicks it's are fake. It, it, I've seen you, you see some people and you can tell it's fake. There's no way to fake a lot of the things you do. There's it's. I mean, yeah, you can you can learn to fall. You can't learn to fall perfectly on broken glass or barbed wire. Those things are going to stick. They're going to cut. There's no getting around that. You just learn how to deal with it. Oh. Some guys can handle it better than others. Did you ever use a cheese grater? That's one of my favorite oh, yeah. things to always see oh, to yeah. get hit with. Because every time I grade cheese, I just think of what that's got to be like to. Oh yeah, like him. a couple oh. times I actually have. What this? Why I have hamburger forehead? I have. Uh, You're honestly not that bad for the things I've seen you do. I just heal. I well. figure you would look a lot worse. I, just, <laughs> I heal really, really well. I am the clown Wolverine, motherfucker. Did you collage wrestling as? A, did you collage wrestle as a kid? Wondering if the skills transferred. Collegiate wrestling. Collegiate wrestling. Collegiate wrestling. He's referring to high school Greco-Roman wrestling. Mm. Um, no, I did that. I did not do that. But I started when I was six years old. I have a uh, Taekwondo, Hapkido, Jiu-Jitsu, and uh, fuck, what was the fourth kind? There was another one I only did for like a year or two. Uh, I have an extensive martial arts background. That's why if you look in my uh, earlier years of pro wrestling, um, my styles match more guys of like uh, Tajiri, um, Rob Van Dam, guys that actually, uh, Steve Blackman, uh, even Ken Shamrock, guys that had more of the martial arts background mixed into their wrestling. I identified more as a wrestler, like, okay, they're smaller, they have the martial arts, they're using it in their shtick. So... <laughs> Well, if anybody has any questions, don't be afraid to shout them out. Yeah, feel free to ask. I got about eleven people to twenty people bouncing around in and out. Oh yeah, I see anywhere end. from one to ten on there. I see anywhere we got four currently on uh, Twitch. We're open books, and we're well. I'm an open book, and we're going for a couple hours. So. I trained jujitsu and Muay Thai for nearly twenty years. Yeah, pizza, pizza, an old uh, like a cage fighter type almost deal. Very cool. Very cool. Jujitsu really helped, especially because for somebody like me, I'm uh, I'm a lot smaller. So, uh, it really, and I'm normally put up against guys that are twice my size. Does that make so, it more difficult? Uh, 
No, actually, in a lot of ways, it makes it a lot easier and fun for me because I have the background. I know how to use their body weight against them, and psychology-wise, I'm the little asshole that's gonna fuck with the big dog because the little asshole that could. <laughs> if, if I'm if I'm the beta male, I'm the beta male that's gonna ruin your fucking night. I'm an alpha male when I walk into a goddamn locker room. If I end up having to be the beta male, I will ruin your fucking night. I will ruin it. Ruin it! With a smile on my face! Let's go! I think the most awkward thing for me going to all the wrestling shows was seeing some of the superstars naked. That was weird. I'm one of them. No, like, <laughs> dude, it was like, like uh, they brought me back to meet the Hurricane, and he's out there in like a fucking jockstrap, and I'm yep. like, uh... Yeah, hi. <laughs> well, that's what you get when you come back to the locker room, man. I mean, it happens. And uh, Mr. Awesome, just to answer your question, this is a Len Oddity interview. It's not a job interview, Len Oddity interview. But it could lead to jobs. That would If anybody great. wants to hire Len, he does do personal shows. He does expos. Uh, what else have you done? Let me, let, let's put it this way. I do everything that pays. <laughs> okay, I have done one sweet 16, preferably when I do personal parties. I prefer 18 and up. You've done a sweet 16? That's got to be one awkward. One sweet 16, it was extremely awkward, but it wasn't that awkward because she was a fan of mine since she was a kid, and her brother was a friend of mine. It was just, that was the only reason why. It was just like, okay, I've known you since you were in diapers, and I've known him for a decade. We're good. But, uh, yeah, I do tattoo expos, I've done biker rallies, I do uh, openings for businesses, anything from tattoo shops to bars and stuff like that, bar shows, uh, I comic conventions, all kinds of comic conventions, wrestling shows, of course. Uh, I can do a 15-minute set, I can do a three-hour set standing there straight if you want me to. I prefer not to do three hours straight. You know, I like a break, but I'm, you know, it's nothing that prevents me from being the asshole that just sits right down there and, you know, I'll have a beer in the middle of the show. <laughs> Fuck it! If I gotta go for three hours, I am going to sit down and have a goddamn beer. Speaking of. Or I've seen you laying glass for a party. <laughs> blowjob fiesta. No, no blowjob fiesta. Got no, me. there's only two dudes here. That ain't happening. <laughs> That would be a circle jerk. How about a Dutch rudder? Will you help me out with that one? No, no, no. Do you know what a Dutch rudder is? <laughs> oh, yeah. Of, you know, I play with you just kind of move it up and down for me? No? Oh, damn shit. Well, so much for that. Happy I tried right. to put my dog on an escort site the other day. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that's, that's a real and play I, on fucking words right but there. But I found a local midget hooker. You, which is cool because for my bachelor party, I've been looking for a midget stripper to jump okay, out of a cupcake. I have, I have some little people <laughs> friends... No offense. I want to make some jokes that might... I've been looking for a midget hooker all my life. He's <laughs> on a website called Skip the Games. <laughs> that made me drop the knife. Okay, we're good. We're done. I was like, there's got to be a site for all this stuff. I was just trying to find a way to make money, you know? I was going to pimp out the dog. <laughs> Dude, at this point, I'm ready to pimp myself out. Fucking Hear that, ladies? Glory hole. Yeah, I'm a clown with two tongues. I can turn my head sideways like two places at once. No, I'm not really whoring no. myself out. This you, stays in its pants. Did you pierce the tongue first, or did you just go with a straight slice? Uh, I actually had mine pierced engaged. Because I know you can go for the straight years slice. Ago. I had it pierced engaged 16 years ago and had it gauged out to a double zero. Ooh. Uh, but the hole stretched out on its own to the point where, within a year, that uh, I actually, um, anytime I wanted to talk or eat, I would actually pop 
the tongue ring through the hole of my tongue, spit it into my hand, do what I had to do, and throw it back in my mouth and re-pop it through the hole without ever having to take the ball off. And at the time, I had uh, 13 more piercings. I had two vertical libraries, two regular libraries like the guy from Disturbed. Uh, I had uh, eight eyebrow, one in the front, three in the back on each side. I had three bridge piercings on top of my septum. And uh, so I went to my piercer and I was like, okay, what do we do with this? You know, we got to do something. And his response was, oh, well, we can split it. <laughs> okay, let's do it. And I ended up splitting it three times. And then again, you hate being burned and they had to cauterize that, don't they? Uh, they only cauterized the webbing out from under the bottom. Oh. Uh, I, uh, quick question. Uh, any plans being back in Connecticut soon? I will actually be in Connecticut Monday just to hang out for the week. Uh, try and find some jobs, earn some money and stuff like that while I'm out there, hang out with other wrestling friends, training. Uh, hopefully I will have a show out there soon, trying to get bookings out there. Yeah. Yes, book him, parties, everything. Book me, everything. Yes. Bar mitzvahs. He'll get castrated with the child. <laughs> I ain't getting castrated. I'm keeping my shit. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite attached. Thank you very much. Oh. Me and my dinosaur dick. Quite attached. Dinosaur dick. Well, I got implants. Do you really? You can't show that. But that's... I have nine metal balls implanted under the skin, oh. so it looks like a spinal cord. You have three more to finish that. All at two gauges. Oh, so fuck, I need to dude. finish that. And then when I'm done with that, I'm doing half circle flexi bars. I think the craziest one I ever saw was uh, Needleworks in Saratoga. Paul, the owner. We were outside one time, and he's like, you want to see something cool? I'm like, what? He pulled everything out of his pockets and started shaking his hips. He's like, jingle, jingle, jingle. I'm like, what the fuck? And he pulls, dude, it was just a bundle of metal. Like, and I don't mean, like, inside. I mean, like, just piercing. The ball bag, everything. Yeah, piercings, too, or just implants? Just implants. I want to make it look like it actually has a spine and spinal cord ribcage. So that means you have them, like, down the back and around. No, no, just, just on top and a line right now. Are you going to go underneath with the, uh, with the no, bone I'm design? Do, I'm doing just down the back, and then I'm doing half-circle flexi bars. So it looks like ribcage. Spinal cord oh, ribcage. fuck. That means that they have to cut in for that, right? They have to, like, uh, cut no, and push they pierce, through? They pierce and uh, um, shove a taper through. They pierce with a larger needle, and then they shove a taper through. And then the taper opens up the hole. And you can tell I'm actually, kind of a couple like a tapers. Squirting, yeah. dude. And then, uh, <laughs> then they uh, shove a taper through that actually holds the ball. It opens up. They pop the ball in, then they close it up, pull through, and then, yeah. It's usually, uh, so far I've gotten pairs except for the last time was three. So this next time is going to either be a pair or single. Are you restricted at showing like body parts at shows, too? Uh, I prefer to... No. Stay maintained. Stay <laughs> I, wear, maintained. I wear spandex. There's very spandex. few shows where I quote unquote raw dog. <laughs> well, I have seen your ass. You well, know. but it, I'm That's still different. wearing the spandex yes. and everything is covered. <laughs> everything everything of importance is covered. It but stays covered. He does let people feel to verify that the body part just, is there. Just we were going to staple. That bit of skin, so you can see there's actual skin there, and I'm not just folding off some spandex. Uh, just saying. I've seen people get up there for the staples and pussy out. I've seen, like, you've had to have... You know what my favorite one them. is? No, you know what my favorite one is? 
those people, and I'm, I don't mean to cut you off, I know you're talking about oh, the staple, and for some people it's like, oh, big deal. I also, for those of you who don't know my act, I let people come up on stage and hit me in the head with cookie oh, sheets and yes. frying pans and acoustic guitars, and, you know, I don't know if you can hear this. That's nothing for me. I let people come up on stage and hit me. It's easy easy money for me. And uh, wrestling shows, you would never notice. Some guys will hit me in the head with some things like trash cans, and I'll call them a pussy because it doesn't hurt me. <laughs> but uh, I've seen you bend the front. I've seen the frying pans get bent yep. on your oh, head. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends two years ago uh, caused the frying pan to explode. The handle exploded. <laughs> like they were cheap frying pans in the first place, but I've never seen a handle explode from how hard he hit me in the head. But uh, it's like Shane Douglas. Hit you with a frying that pan. Fold, that folded a little bit. Yeah, I just posted that again recently. Um, that was that was that was great. A fan had to pay for him to do that, and he didn't want to do it. A fan, a fan in the crowd. He looks good at auction. He was he was just like no. And, uh, him and Dominic Danucci gave me a standing ovation for my sideshow. I did a little half hour sideshow in front of our in front of my booth, which happened to be in front of theirs. There's a picture too of them just sitting there smiling the whole time. They're like for me, that was just kind of like a ah. Uh, Dominic DiNucci and Shane Douglas gave me a standing ovation for my sideshow act. And I beat my record that night, too, for my uh, reverse human porcupine. Oh, how, many, how many have you put in there total, in your forehead? 53. 53. That was my record. I got 53 to stick in one show. Do you know what the world record is or no? Are you going to try to break it? There is no record. There is no record? There is no record. You should try to get in the Guinness Book of World Records for that. As far as I know, nobody else is doing that trick like I do that. So, And I actually have permission from Masada to do it. I plug him every show I do. I give him permission. Or not permission. I give him credit for, you know, uh, an indie wrestler by the name of Masada. I know for doing hardcore death matches and stuff. Does this to other people. You know, with his help, I figured, do it to myself. Why not? So, you just made, like, the girliest bitch drink I've ever oh, seen. Dude, you, like, mix Sprite and some kind of Bacardi and then some kind of, I like, call it Cosby Kool-Aid. Cos... I thought we were supposed to be careful about some of the slurs we used. That's not racist. But it's... It... It's not a racial slur, it's a date rape but reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay, if we're going that route. I mean... Uh... A whole nother story. <laughs> it's only rape if you don't yell, surprise! Then it's just an unwanted gift. <laughs> <laughs> that was just an unwanted gift. Well, I mean, when you put it that way. <laughs> Shit! That's terrible. I shouldn't crack those jokes. Oh my goodness. So who's your biggest influence? What do you do? <laughs> I was copping a field of the Boondock Saints oh. poster. You had a problem. You like that? How I've kind of aimed it behind the gas. Yeah, yeah, I like the fact where I'm just kind of like they're just like pointed right at your dome. Yeah, I'm going down in style, motherfuckers. Woo! Who's your biggest influence as far as the hardcore matches go? Like the the real, real nasty stuff. <sighs> Foley, the legend. Sabu. Oh, like I have I have done. The wrapping myself in barbed wire, pulling them up like a pair of pants, and jumping off the top of the ladder for a leg drop and missing, uh, and missing, and missing often. <laughs> uh, I do the Arabian face buster when I'm not on a show with him. Uh, you, just using your body like fucking. I have seen the, as a weapon. I've seen Sabu live before, 
It's it's like a magical experience. (laughs) I've seen him live. I've been on shows with him, and I've traveled with him. Watching that magical experience. (laughs) Watching that man is like a magical experience. Like I've seen you take some damage. I have seen I've seen Sabu take some fucking damage. And just and he gets back up like it, it's like you, like it's nothing. Oh, dude, I, I wish there, I wish there was video of when I got set on fire, because I got power bombed through the table. I'll set the story up for you. I need more beer, but uh, uh, I can go grab you one while you talk. Okay. Um. Thank you. Len is in control. Well, wait. This is the worst part. I want to wait for him. So now I gotta wait for him oh. to come back for the story. Just grab two, so we don't have to do this again, please. Thank you. And while we do this. I am going to disrobe. I wonder how many of you are actually covering your eyes right now, going, "Oh my god!" Like oh, this smart man. This smart man just brought the whole goddamn thing right here. You are, you are beautiful. There's I'm, a fridge right here. I'm gonna lick that bald head later. Oh, I'm gonna lick that bald head. <laughs> Watch out for the after party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We might need to film that, too. Yeah. Okay. Where's so. that midget hooker? <laughs> yeah, where's that midget hooker? God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> Give it to Mikey. He'll eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> Raw Mikey. Anyways. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Jesus. I'd die. Now, I think I'm going to tell the story. I'll follow the elephant road. (coughs) 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 Now, as I lose five followers. Sorry. I lose five followers. I smoke a lot. I only got 22. (coughs) There you go. More than me. Anyways, (coughs) so, about. Twelve years ago, twelve years ago. Wait, it's 2019 now. 2007, into 2007, I was feuding with my now tag partner, who is also the godfather of my son. To put this in perspective, Big Jim Sullivan. Big Jim Sullivan, really good friend of mine. We had some brutal shit go on in Connecticut. He had already set my face on fire once. Wrapping his arm up in paper towel, lighting it on fire, uh, lighter fluid, lighting it on fire, and then clotheslining me in the face. Um, uh, he ended up uh, causing me a con- multiple compound concussion the first time we were in the ring because I beat him <laughs> clean. Clotheslined me three times or four times. Third time, clotheslined me in the back of my head, knocked me the fuck out, picked me up for a fourth one, and then I still ran out later during a battle royal and cost him the fucking battle royal. Anyways, <laughs> moving right along. Uh, this is like match seven or eight at this point within a year. And we were doing two show. This federation was doing two shows a month. Um, Defiant Pro Wrestling. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you, Mikey Milano. Anyways. Um, so, he was devil incarnate. Anyways. Uh, moving right along. Me and Big Joe Sullivan. Last man standing match. No, no. Regular street fight, actually. Uh, regular street fight. Beat the shit out of each other for a half hour. End of the match. Pulls out a table. Now, 
we made a mistake. <laughs> We're going to go a little shoot here. We made a mistake and gave a student the job of going to go get the supplies for the table. Because he wanted to put me through a flaming table covered in thumbtacks. A table set on fire while covered in thumbtacks. So, as my buddy who knows this story says, pay homage, motherfucker. I am! So, mistake. Sending a student. Apparently, the first time he came back with propane tablets. And they gave him empty lighter fluid container and told him to go get that. And he came back the second time with charcoal fluid. Napalm sticks to kids. So he poured the charcoal fluid into the lighter fluid container. Mistake number two. Nobody checked the thumbtacks. They weren't thumbtacks. Plastic-headed pushpins. Oh. So, <laughs> middle of the match, Big Jim Sullivan dumps all the thumbtacks on top of the table, which are actually pushpins, and then douses the table. Mm, kerosene. Takes his Zippo lighter all dramatic, opens it up, lights it, drops it on the table. Nothing happens. You see the disappointment in Sully's face, like, what the fuck? Knocks it off really fast, closes it up. Then proceeds to take the lighter fluid container and just pour for a solid two minutes. A fucking puddle, man. <laughs> Into that goddamn table. And I shit you not, the whole place smelled like gasoline. He then takes the Zippo, lights it, and holds it up against the goddamn table. Five seconds. Big bloom of black smoke. Fucking. <laughs> I'm now going, I am fucked. <laughs> I'm sitting on the top rope with my back looking over my shoulder going, I'm fucked. I am fucked. I am fucked. I am fucked. Oh, well. Sully grabs me, Razor Edge style, fucking powerbomb, right into the goddamn table. I remember hitting the table, boom, and going, shit. I'm still on fire. <laughs> and rolling out. I'll show you. You can probably see some of them. The big blotch right there, that's from elbow hitting raw table. Any little circle scars you see over here on the side is all the push pins melting through. I was going to say the gear. hot plastic. Oh. I hit the table, rolled out of the ring. Of course, I got yelled at for being on our off of hard camera. The ring blocked it. Couldn't see the fucking count on the outside, so I got yelled at. Fuck you. Away oh. the shock. One, two, three, outside. End up rolling me back in, right? Um, I'm literally in shock and on autopilot. It was my first time on autopilot. Apparently, I still wrestle well on autopilot. I'm telling my guy, I'm telling Sully, you know, just do what you gotta do, man. He's like, I, I gotta do something, man. I said, We're still going. The crowd's still here. Nobody's coming out to save you. Just do what you gotta do. Apparently, that's all I'm saying. I'm on my knees. I'm on fire. He's rolling me back in the ring on top of more thumbtacks, still on fire. The table's still fucking smoldering. I just, at this point, I know this part of the story just from what people have been telling me. I have no memory of this. I will tell you when I remember. I'll I know exactly Dude, when I remember coming back. Fucked. This is literally from video that I've seen or people telling me the story. 
So Sully's telling me, I'm just saying, do whatever you gotta do. Do whatever you gotta do. Picks me back up, takes the fucking bottle of lighter fluid and starts dousing me. That crowd's fucking freaking out. I see the video of this. just fucking dousing me. Like, do you gotta do, man? Do you gotta do? He's used to go, nobody comes out here to save you, Light. I'm gonna have to light you up. Do you gotta do, man? Do you gotta do? I was ready to fucking die, apparently, for a crowd of 200, <laughs> man. I, oh. and this is like 12 years ago. I'm ready to die for a crowd of 200. They're so fucking hot and they love me and I fucking love my crowd. So, here I am, on my knees, Sully starts giving the lighter, here comes Chris Mooch. Sliding down last second right before he actually gets ready to set me on fire. Apparently Mooch is telling me he can't hold me anywhere because I'm on fire still from the, smolten, from the melted plastic. He can only hold me by my ass. That's the only spot that there's not burning plastic on my body. He's trying to pick me up. I'm so out of it. I don't remember this. Eventually, they get me to the back. They pretty much drag me to the back at this point. They laid me face first down right behind the curtain. And, like, a bunch of the people start peeling my gear off and start grabbing needle-nose pliers and peeling the plastic off and digging inside to pull the barbs, the metal barbs that went in pulling that out and then they uh for the most part got most of my gear off and then dragged me to the uh bathroom where there was a shower and put me in there that's actually where i wake up i wake up in the shower going why am i in so much fucking pain what happened no wonder you don't like being burnt pain fire is the only pain that actually lingers on me but you know what oh you probably traumatized from it to prove my (laughs) point i still wrestled uh joseph von schmidt uh, when he had his older gimmick, I won't say the name, but when he had an older gimmick, I still wrestled him that very next week, seven days later. I was still hurt. Uh, I had pus uh, covered. My, all my wounds were all pus and falling off. Scabs were falling off, just nasty, gnarly. I still wrestled. I wrestled a whole fucking match. And to Von Schitt's credit, he let me fucking, he helped me out on the match. He let me just, everything on the face. He didn't make me take back bumps that night. Took care of me. Fuck, dude. I always have my respect for that. (laughs) That was the second time I got set on fire. That was the first time I ever went into shock. Oh. Concussions? Lost count. Lost count. (laughs) Lost count, man. There's a reason why I'm starting to fizzle out the headshots from my sideshow. Like this next year, Tattoo Expo, I might do them one or two nights, but it's only going to be like six max. Like three, one, like two cookie sheets, one auction frying pan, acoustic guitar. Same thing the second night. Other than that, nothing. You know what what the sad part is? Is that you said only six. (laughs) Only six for a weekend? That's That's a. You know what I mean? How many many people let somebody do that once? 46 in one week. No wonder you've a seven day span. Forty six. I counted last year. Forty six. That last day of shows, I had a friend who actually had to like completely disrobe me after that last show. I was done. I was done. I had to have somebody and I realized that next day I woke up, I'm like, I might be in a coma and this might not be real anymore. Shit. Oh yeah. As far as I know, this is all an illusion. I'm okay with it. No, we're here. As far as I know, I hope. <laughs> You're all a figment of my imagination. Pigment of my affagamation. 
I'm gonna ignore that one. <laughs> just we're just gonna hit this. What have you had for regular jobs? <laughs> wow, thanks. No, uh, seriously, like you know what I mean? That's 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 an extraordinary career. A lot of people don't get into the wrestling or the or the sideshow. True. What have you had for normal people jobs? Uh, <laughs> I used to work in retail before I got the extensive tattoo work. Uh, but I'm more of a construction person. I've been doing construction since I was 12 and 35. We'll be 35. So yeah. Me too. 35 in May. February. Born under the biggest, brightest full moon in recorded history. That one you can Google. We're getting old. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what are you talking about? I'm going in the locker room and I'm a veteran. Do you know how weird that is to me? Like, I don't understand. I was in a locker room two years ago with uh, Scott Hall. Or, sorry, not Scott Hall. Uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Norton. And is it clean Scott Hall or drunken Scott Hall? Scott Norton. Scott Norton. Drunk Scott Norton. Kevin Nash. <laughs> Kevin Nash. Drunk Scott Norton. This is like the third time I've been in a locker room with Kevin Nash. Longest I've been in a locker room with Kevin Nash. He's involved in a Survivor Series style match for this Federation Interface Wrestling's uh, WrestleMania, basically. Um, I'm an honorary member of the NWO, apparently. I got to tag with Scott Norton's return match back and fucking... But, uh... Yeah, um, I forgot the point of my story. <laughs> oh, the veteran thing. Um, apparently, and, and uh, fucking Bob Holly was on the show too. I think I freaked Bob Holly out. I did a quick promo right there at my table and, and with the chain in my septum, and Bob Holly was just kind of like, it's like Stevie Richards. I'm friends with Stevie Richards. But whenever I do my sideshow act or anything through my septum with Stevie, he has to turn his back on me. I feel bad, too, when I realize I'm like, shit, I'm sorry, Stevie. I didn't mean to do that, man. Every time, every time, I'm like, dude, you're always so nice to me. I'm so sorry I freak you out. <laughs> He's one of the trainers on the yoga I just started doing. Oh, really? The DDP oh, yoga. Oh, yeah, the DDP yeah. yoga stuff? Yeah, dude, I haven't had a chance to do it. I've been homeless. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I got the DVDs in last year, started doing that. Nice. Trying down 40 pounds. Can't really tell, but... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm eating. I'm probably one of the best-fed homeless people I know. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, okay, I was eating like shit when I had a place to live. Now I need to eat well or I'm going to die. <laughs> okay. Oh, definitely had your ups and downs then. I always have ups and downs. That's Everybody life. Does. Everybody has them. It's a roller coaster. Can't let it stop you. Oh, no. Just makes it interesting. Is this a slow time of year or is it... This is usually a slow time of year. Um, so once the conventions get rolling and shit, pick right up. Uh, usually for me, um, I'll have a show beginning of November, and then I won't have anything until uh, March. Um, the fact that I had one show in December and I have one in February is really nice. Where's the show in February? Uh, the show in February is actually in Amsterdam, New York. Um, it is the Elks Lodge out there. Uh, it's uh, Immortal Championship Wrestling. I will be, uh, I don't know what match I have yet, but I know I have a match out there. And I caused trouble there last time, so it was good. So it's Elks Lodge in Amsterdam? Yep, Elks Lodge in Amsterdam. I'll make sure to promote that. Thank you, sir. I'll actually get the location and everything. How is that? 
Is that a wrestling show? It's a wrestling it's a show. Wrestling Immortal show. Championship Wrestling. I'll have to look them up, too. Oh, yeah. I'll be definitely be plugging the show. I can't... Which one? Was it Ring of Honor that I actually saw is actually making a bigger name for themselves now? Is that what it was? Or Ring World of Honor definitely one of them. One of them's actually moving up like... I've seen it, like, previewed on, like, like actual, like, you like, on... Not YouTube, but something else. It was like an actual advertisement. Well, I, I couldn't believe it was. Uh, was it Dalton Castle, who, who was from Albany, was on there? He was the Peacock. Yep. Well, that actually, it could be anything from uh, World of Hurt to Ring of Honor. World of Hurt draws good cards. Uh, so. Bubba Ray or Bully Ray, whatever he's called now, yep. is uh, it's like a like the Vince McMahon of it or whatever. Uh, that's, a, that's uh, that's Ring of Honor. That's I, Ring of Honor, though. Yeah. I couldn't believe the city they were like televised. Oh yeah. They've been moving up. Yeah, I remember watching them in Whitehall. Oh, yeah. Over at that place that has no AC and they do the summertime shows. Yep. Well, yeah, summertime shows are always fun. Almost nobody has AC. There's a swamp ass central. In the middle of Whitehall where they have the Finding Bigfoot show. I was was there for that one. Were you there for that? I think that Finding Bigfoot one was my first sideshow act. I think that was. I think you might have left before my sideshow act that night because I don't think I went on until like eleven. It was awful. What the? That's wicked late. Good. It was good. You weren't there. It was awful. It was (laughs) was fucking atrocious, dude. I want to delete all my old shit off of that. It was all fucking atrocious. Just ah. I cringe thinking of some of my old shit. (laughs) So while we were outside, you had an interesting conversation. Uh oh. We had several. Uh oh. About your finger. Oh, man, here you, we go. You said you would bring this up, I, and I've got a severing your finger. Are you going to do that live at some point? No, 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 Why no, 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 no. I'm not doing that live. I'm not doing that live because it's it's. Are you going to have it medically done correctly? No. I'm going to try uh, and figure out the most correct way to do it, but I'm just going to cut it off. See, now, here's the thing. Um, I didn't know anything about this, but apparently there's TV shows where there's people that are identifying as... A part, then they don't identify with a part of their body, so they're severing their part of their body. Uh, I didn't know that was a real thing, so that even more so validates my case of why I'm doing it. I have symbolism meaning to it. Uh, I'm not going to get into one of the reasons why, but the main reason why for it is the symbolism for my kids. I had this decision before I even had kids, where if anything ever happened to me. Or if I was never close, they would always physically have a piece of me with them for the rest of their lives. So, cutting off at... At the joint. At the joint. You're going to leave the nub? Yep. You're just going to give them, like, each a section? Split my tongue. What's the difference? Are you going to have it, like... I'm not trying to be sarcastic. Yeah, Are you yeah. going to have it put in, like, a piece of jewelry or something? Oh, I'm going to clean it, polish it, turn it I would do it like a, je- like a necklace. Yep. They can actually turn bone into some gems now, too. No, no, I'm not going to do that. You don't want to do that? They actually preserve the bone as is. And then add on to it or something. I don't know. Listen, I, I told you, mind, I had the, the tattoo of the ashes. Everybody was doing necklaces and rings. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to lose that, and a lot of people have. Right. So they've lost the part of my grandfather, whereas mine, he's always going to be there, unless somebody takes it off, but <laughs> which is always yeah. a possibility. Somebody might think I have pretty skin. Push the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again! So here's something cool, too, is I always joked about uh, having my skin taken off, being fully tattooed, taking it off, and having it hung up. Yeah. They're doing it now. 
Oh, they bend You can have that cut off and framed and give it to your family. Oh, yeah. That's insane. I love yeah. it. I love it. That's what I want. They see, that's the thing. Anybody that's ever um, argued the point with me to do the, the removal of the finger has always been, you know, well, if you're going to do it, wait till you're dead. And in my head, I'm going, but I won't know. When they're going to die. I won't know that they're going to get it. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that the way I want my funeral to be is actually going to be. And I have fucking... I know what I want. I've told multiple people this. I want a Viking-style funeral. Fucking wooden ship pushed yep. out into the water. Lit on fire flip, fire, arrow. arrow, dude. Everybody just drinking and partying. That's that's right there on the water. I just that's got a I crossbow want. for Christmas. We can make this happen. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Okay, we need to make a pact. If, <laughs> whichever one whichever goes, goes first, first, we make the other one. Make sure the other one gets it. Who we got to steal the body? We have video evidence. We have video evidence. We have video evidence. Evidence. This really evidence, wasn't evidence. that bad. What was it thirty-five thousand dollars in fines they paid? That's almost funeral costs, anyways. What Dave uh, Dave Brocky from uh, Glar? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. It wasn't that bad of a fine. Considering, I mean, you figure the casket, the burial, all that shit's gonna cost you fucking twenty, thirty thousand dollars. That's true. You said your parents didn't approve. Do they now? <laughs> nope. Still don't approve. <laughs> they tolerate now. They tolerate. My parents, uh, their opinion on people that look different has definitely changed because I'm a good person. Uh, I stand by my convictions. Uh, I don't treat anybody poorly. Um, I've, I've always lived by uh, mutual respect between all human beings until proven otherwise. I... From day one I met you, you've been the most down-to-earth, nicest guy. If you go to his wrestling shows, parents will bring their children up to get pictures with this man. Happily. Yep. Always nice and polite to everybody because that's what I... Treating others the way you expect to be treated. So if you treat me like an asshole, well, then I'm going to treat you like an I, asshole. I treat everybody the same until they give me reason not to. Yep. Then I will treat you the way you deserve. <laughs> and because of that, my parents don't judge people based on how somebody looks anymore. You can't. They do not approve of how I live my life. And are one of the key components on why I shouldn't wrestle, why I shouldn't do this, why I shouldn't do that, blah, 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 blah. See, it may be a pansy drink, but I'm putting like two shots in here per glass. I'm keeping track. You're doing good. <laughs> oh, I can hold my liquor. It's, it's, oh, it's a benefit of being fat. <laughs> I'm a skinny clown, but I got a high metabolism. That's so I got, I got that going Oh, I don't me. metabolize anything. It just kind of stores like a camel, and I'll be hungover for three days. Ha! Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I'll be hungover for a couple hours in the morning. That's right. I can't tell you what where I work, but I can tell you what I, I work in a like a clean room environment, and I get paid to make a masturbation motion for like half my day. There you go. Yep. I make half. I make a masturbation motion I, half my day anyway. I literally hold on to a thing and I clean it with rubbing no, alcohol. No, I'm not actually jerking off. I'm gonna stab my hand. I'm cut the finger off anyway. So not here. No, not on camera. I'm more worried about the hardwood floors. These are original. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry, man. I mean, you got the axe, though. We could do it. It's right there. Oh, dude. I'm going to cut this fucker off real quick, man. We can, so, uh, we can make it happen right now. Hungry Jack was in here, and my uncle was in here for the interview. And uh, he tore ass. Wicked loud. He was wasted. Just fucking... <laughs> and uh, Otto holds it up. And Smokey yells, By the power of Grace Gall! <laughs> dude! <laughs> That pretty that's much serious is. Act, dude. That's a serious fucking act. It's heavy. 
Oh, you're letting the wrong person hold this. <laughs> That's a serious axe. You're letting the wrong person hold this. Ah, oh, it's got a, a nice, nice little sharpness to it. Oh, I've got I punctured my hand accidentally with that thing. Yeah, the it blades seems, are not fixed. It seems pretty solid. I if you hit something with it, I don't know if it would break, though. I'm getting a chubby. <laughs> Is this visible on camera? I'm getting a chubby. Soaked in distilled white vinegar, shake the rice if big enough piece. What the fuck does that even mean? I am getting a chubby. You can see it on camera. <laughs> can you guys see it on camera? Ow! I just stabbed my hand. I told you. <laughs> that thing's serious, dude. I like it. I've got a scar where I was playing with the axe and let it slide down, and it stuck right in. <laughs> I can't. How long did it take you to teach yourself to do that? A couple hours. Really? Yeah. Is that? I thought it would take more training than that. That's, yeah, that's... After uh, some some of the simple stuff was uh, real quick. Bleeding? Are you kidding me? I wish. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. Now I got oh. me on. Oh my god! I don't know what the hell. I don't know what that means. What? Soak in distilled white vinegar. Shake with rice if big enough piece. Talking about preserving the finger? Maybe? Maybe. I don't know why they know. I wonder why they would know that. <laughs> I, have my, I have my own bit of knowledge. Frio, how would you know that? I would be interested if that's what he's talking about. It's like the Iceman's child. Dun, dun, dun! By the way, for anybody watching this, you should all, all of you, be sharing this. Yes. We need to get more views. Come on, folks. Let's get this going. Live, shoot, interview. Anything you guys ask, I will answer as well. Anything these people ask that who have no idea who I am. Actually, a lot shit. of people knew who you were. A lot of people were excited for this. Really? A lot of my people watch it the next day. They watch it Sunday. Oh, cool. Dude, to be perfectly honest, I'm actually getting recognized going out in public now. It's really fucking weird. Like you're pretty several... recognizable. <laughs> Thank you. No, but I mean, like, not like as in, oh, hey, you're the tattooed guy. I see, like, hear everyone's want. No, like, are you an oddity? Wait, what? Well, when I first started watching you, it was more tattooed ugly. Still tattooed ugly. But that's what it, like it was more. That was more of the the pushed gimmick when I started watching you was the tattooed ugly. And I think you had a tag partner when I first started watching you. There was another person that was always with you. They, um... What do you look like? Big guy? Bigger guy, um, darker complexion than you, not dark. Um, Bearded? Yes. That was Sully. That is Sully. That's okay. Sully. We ended up tagging, becoming Tattooed okay. Violence. Yes, there you go. Yep, Tattooed Violence. That's me and Sully. Yeah, and I remember uh, the, 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 you've always had a crowd around you. Everywhere you go. Everywhere. This guy's like the center of entertainment. Yeah. I got the face paint on, man. I got the face paint on, I'm good. It all just kind of flows. Even when you don't have the face paint on, though, you're just... You're a happy-go-lucky dude and people generate to you. I'm such an introvert, though. Such an introvert. You would not know it by talking to you. You dude, would not. Almost a decade. Almost an entire ten years. It took me getting paid to leave the house. Literally would not go out in public at all. I don't like dealing with people sometimes, so, yeah. That's difficult. My, my fiancé is like that. 
for the poster. Do you have kids? If so, would you let them follow in your in your boots? I have two kids. I have a six-year-old son named Brutus, and I have a three-year-old daughter named Vera. Uh, I am a firm believer that I support my kids in whatever they want to do growing up that is positive for them, that they believe is their passion. There is a live bug here that I will get before this day is out. Yeah, dude, I don't even know how they're alive still. It's fucking January. Anyways, <laughs> moral of the story... <laughs> Let you into a part of my heart. Yeah, my kids, my parents were very, what they wanted with my life. I didn't follow their path. I just want my kids to be happy with what they do. I don't care if my kids want to be performers of some kind. I wouldn't be happy if my daughter decided to be a stripper, but if, you know... She didn't whore herself out. As long and as it's not porn. Used her head. Yes. As long <laughs> as it's not porn. Please don't take the dick. Please be smart, honey. <laughs> please. Please. Please make daddy proud and use your head and keep your legs closed. <laughs> don't take a shot in the mouth. Don't do that. I don't do it. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't pay me enough to take a shot in the mouth, motherfucker. That's no. why I'm not. Oh. Yeah, that's why I'm not up there. I have fucking morals and standards, goddammit. <laughs> oh my goodness well, that's cool that you're going to be open with the kids my mom's always supported whatever I wanted to do like as far as like whether it was drugs or opening my own store <laughs> that one my parents never said anything about drugs but then again they they were always very yeah, I grew up in a very open-minded household with yeah, that yeah. stuff. So no, my parents are very. I cut my hair when I was eighteen before I got the neck tattoo, and my parent, my mother punched me in the face because cut I cut hair? my hair away. She didn't approve. My parents don't like when I tell stories that are true. <laughs> Make sure to tag them. <laughs> they don't. They don't live on social media. They stay very far away from social media. I think a lot of the older generation do. So it's like they're so afraid many. of it's like Big Brother. Not so many, sadly. Some of them are, yeah, some of them are like right over your shoulder. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, we're about halfway in. Did you need a break or anything? I'm kind of good right now. Good right I just now? Just keep going. Well, we had a guest in here like a week ago that, man, he took like a break like every 15 minutes. I'm pretty sure it was driving the viewers fucking batshit crazy. I kind of want to piss and take a quick smoke, but we can do that if I you can want. keep going. If you want to take a break, dude, we'll take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break, quick leak and stuff. We will be right back.
Turn the mic back on. Live screen. All right, we are back for more. hour of entertainment left to go here. Yeah, baby. Yeah. What's the craziest thing you ever had one of your fans do? <laughs> <laughs> Have to ask. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> I had some crazy shit happen with fans. Um, I know you can't give names and stuff, but... <sighs> craziest thing. craziest thing was I had a fan lie about knowing who I was to try and date me to think it would help her chances. <laughs> and then I found out she was like super creep and I ran for the fucking hills. <laughs> uh, I've had people like give me gifts and shit. What's uh, the strangest gift you've been given? Have you had panties and stuff given to you? No. No. No, no I have not. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, strangest gift I've had given to me? I've had, like, weird, like, goth jewelry shit, like, poems. Uh, the poems. The poems that have to be the weirdest. It was just, like... Uh, what, what's uh, the coolest thing you've ever had given to you? Uh... Shit. Uh, new set of goggles and straight razor. Because some wrestler stole... One of my straight razors and my goggles, and uh, these guys that ended up becoming really good friends of mine, uh, they ended up, Jared and Anne, they ended up uh, buying me a new straight razor and a set of goggles. I was just like, oh, that was great of you guys, thank you, you don't have to do that. So, yeah, and it was just friends at that point. I was like, okay, you're my friends now, you're like helping me out, you can just hang out, deal with it. I'll pay you guys to come to shows now. <laughs> Now, how many how many states do you perform in? Any that pay? Any? What's the furthest you've gone so far? Cali. Cali, really? Oh, yeah. Wrestling, uh, Wrestle Fan Fest two thousand. So you frequent like Connecticut, Jersey, mm -hmm. New York. I don't frequent Jersey that much. I wish I frequented frequented a lot more. Yeah, two times I get tired. Um, <laughs> uh, Massachusetts, Connecticut, uh, New York, the city. Those are really the main areas I'm in constantly. I've heard New York is actually pretty rough for these guys. To uh, I was talking with another wrestler. Uh, he said the contracts, because there's so much uh, of the violence with the headshots and everything like that, it's really hard for a lot of these venues to get permission. And uh, New Especially York has a, court, yes. a time a keeper, a timekeeper, is that what they call it? That's completely unnecessary job. No, uh, it's uh, just commission. They have a guy from the commission. A time commission or something. It's something the, the guy's a commissioner there, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's expensive. And they really don't even do anything. Mm -hmm. The insurance policies are ridiculous. Yep. yep, it's extremely difficult to run shows in uh, New York State. Extremely. Did you ever do the one of the sitting bowl? I heard a lot of guys learn the hard way that there's a big difference between a wrestling ring and a boxing ring, which is what he has in the basement. Oh, no. Uh, I specifically took the time to train... Uh, I forget what it was called, but it was right next to uh, Needleworks in uh, Clifton Park. It was an MMA ring. It was stiffer than a boxing ring. It was like bumping on concrete. 
and I was training two students along with myself. Because if you can bump on something like that, you can bump on anything. Anything feels like a friggin' bed, cushioned. So I will purposely bump on something a lot if it is rough. What is in the ring to give it that sound? Uh, just air. <laughs> a ring, wrestling rings are basically made out of plywood, or not plywood, uh, two by sixes or two by eights, um, straight boards across, uh, steel beams, depending on the type of ring. It's either just a couple beams or it's like graded beams. Um, and that's it. A little bit of foam and a canvas. Other than that, you're hitting solid surface. Oof. The only thing that changes that most people don't realize when you train to be a professional wrestler is you're actually rewiring your survival instinct. The best way you can describe it, and you're teaching yourself not to, not to catch yourself when you fall. You're teaching yourself how to fall properly and to disperse impact. So you actually are taking care of yourself instead of trying to catch yourself. Trying to catch yourself, you get hurt. Taking care of yourself and you fall. You're beautiful. Like more of a roll to it. No, not even. Not even. Not even. It's almost slapping the impact right back and forcing it out. Um, I have been drunk <laughs> off my ass on multiple occasions in the wintertime. Slipped on ice. Feet overhead. And just landed back. Perfectly, and I'm laying on the ground laughing my ass off, and whoever I was with is like, Holy shit, Len, are you okay? <laughs> Fine, you <in the> building. <laughs> I didn't. Oh my goodness. I couldn't do it. So, like I said, you're, you're amazing with everything I've seen. Just me. Do you have any other tricks you're working on? Uh, several. Uh, I want to see how many barbecue skewers out of a thousand I can get to stick to my whole body within a two-minute span. Uh, that is my real... I want to try and do that before the year's out. Um, I had a bunch of tricks in the works, but nothing set in stone. Uh, you know my bowling ball trick, Miley Cyrus wrecking ball from my septum, right? I'm thinking about doing an Angry Bird version of that. <laughs> I put a little handle on the end of a bowling ball and let somebody hold it back and aim. And I set up some buckets on the other end and let people just go and see how many they can knock over if they can knock Jenga over the Jenga bricks. Like a whole Jenga tower. But you can't draw little piggies on the Jenga tower. You have true, to like, you'd true. have to restack it up perfectly every time, and I'm too lazy. I didn't think of that. Yeah, see, you got think of that. I already thought of that. If I if I stack buckets like milk bottles in one of those carny tents. No, it's not a matter of pain at this point either. Though, but like, wouldn't this be a health concern? Like, your septum can only hold so much weight. If they don't drop that correctly, that's gonna tear everything out. Well, it's pretty much having to make sure when it comes to somebody else, letting them know they just have to let go. They can't... They can't swing. They can't swing it. They can't push. They just have to let go. All they're doing at this point is aiming. And I'm just there. That's my only concern. I've had this thought, actually, for a couple of years, and that's the only reason why I haven't done it. That's my concern, that somebody's going to yank it. Oh, some of your tricks are dependent on the audience knowing what they're doing, too? Uh, no. Dependent on the audience paying attention. Yes, because they can hurt you. 
Because I walk through every single thing I do every single every single time. Like I've noticed that with the frying pans, with the sheet, the cookie sheets, it's straight up, straight down, straight, straight down. Well, I also and you like, tell them, you know, show them. You gotta hit me mm -hmm. here. Center of the head, center of the pan. Uh, I also like. Uh, I also do a bed of broken glass where I lay either on my back or face first into a bed of broken glass, and I usually let somebody. Most of the time, female, um, stand on my on my chest or stand on my head, while I'm in the glass, and uh, that's also very you have to be careful. Can I ask what the trick to that is? Or you're not allowed to tell There's me. There's no trick. There's I'm no shoving, trick. I'm shoving my body into broken glass. Well, no, the like uh, I've done the bed of nails thing, and I know the trick to that. Yeah. Like there, there is a trick to that, and it, you can go to. There's a place called Wonderworks where they teach you how to do it. Yeah. And. Uh, because at first, like, I saw people doing it, and I did it. I'm like, there's no way this is real. And the lady's like, she brings up the bed again. She's like, put your hand on it. You really did it. And you're like, you're like, holy shit, that's sharp. You're like, you, you, you didn't realize you did it until you touch it after. Yeah, well, the, the bed of nails everybody talks about. It's, it's a weight dis dispersion. Bed of glass? Just walk slow. This, that's all it is, dude. Yeah, hey, you're literally walking out of bed of broken glass. You ever thought about doing the hot coals in like the summertime for a show? How many times have you said tonight already? I do not like fire. Oh, that's right. My whole theme <laughs> for my tattoo and my body is Frankenstein's monster. Fire bad. Fire bad. More Legos. Legos are what people want to see. I already do Legos. That's more cringing than the yeah, glass. Yeah, man. I, I, uh, the actual bed of glass trick now, when I do it for like the tattoo expos and stuff, is actually um. I do the mystery boxes. I do one box is filled with 20 pounds of broken glass. Another box is filled with 20 pounds of Legos. Another box is filled with something random. And I let the crowd, I let Jeopardy music play. Whoever's up on stage listens to the crowd. And whatever the crowd is more loud about is the box that they pick. One, two, or three. And we go from there. I am... I like to promote myself as one of the most interactive sideshow acts on the Upper East Coast simply because... Almost everything I do out on the stage is Involved with the crowd. crowd. Yes, uh, for my sideshow act. Uh, even my wrestling stuff, too. But um, I only have my tricks set. Maybe a couple jokes here and there set. But you can go watch my sideshow act a hundred times in a row. And it will be different every single time because every single time I'm playing off the crowd. I'm playing off what the crowd's doing, what the crowd's saying, whoever's up on stage with me, how their reactions are. Maybe I have different jokes in mind that day. Maybe I just, you know, you know, somebody put me in a great mood so I'm even sillier or maybe I'm a little not so sober. It's, it's always, but it always depends on the crowd that I'm working with. I've noticed sometimes the crowd has a... Not a hard time getting into it, but almost like an unbelieving factor getting into it. Like, I've seen, I've been to some of your shows, and, like, you'll be out there with the cookie sheets, or the staple gun, or the pans, and people kind of gather around, but they keep their distance, like, is this guy, is this guy serious? And you have to get that one first person to go up and do it, before the rest of the crowd's like, oh my god, I want to go do this. Well, that's the thing, is that, uh, people are so used to their screen. That's the whole thing about my shows, even in wrestling and stuff like that, is I'm taking that little norm and I'm taking them outside of it. It's like, no, you're a part of this, motherfucker. Be a part of it. Pay attention. So that's why uh, I've multiple times wrestling or sideshow during my acts. I've sat there and told people to get off their phone. Here's a great story for you. Uh, this last year, 
San Antonio Tattoo Expo on a Sunday. The last last round of headshots. Now, there's two things I hate. One, it's a quiet crowd. I will work extra hard to get the crowd loud. The other thing I hate, if somebody in the crowd is on their goddamn cell phone. Now, I'm sitting here at the end of my show doing a, thinking I'm doing an okay job, and there's this dude who's like six foot four, and he looks like he's a pro wrestler. And he has his back to me is on his cell phone. And I'm at that point where I have people up for headshots and now I'm trying to get somebody to auction off. Nobody's actually dropping any money, but everybody's paying attention to the guy on his cell phone off to my right. So I actually start leaning towards him and I go, if anybody thinks they're man enough, especially if they're jacked and they're too busy on their cell phones talking to their boyfriends, I have video of this. <laughs> and it was at that point where he stopped texting and he turned and looked at me. <laughs> and I shit myself a little bit. You just called out the biggest dude in the crowd. And he actually was like, I got some money. <laughs> Pulled out a $20 bill. That was the least I got that week for the headshot. Oh. For the auction part. But yeah, I uh, he came up on stage and he was like, it looked like he was ready to kill me. He kept being on his cell phone, too, and I kept stopping the show. Kept going, I'm, and the belly dancers are getting impatient. I was running into theirs. But I'm like, I'm not, this asshole's going to keep going. We're just going to stop and wait for him. And he just kind of would give me a dirty look. And, and I kept grabbing the mic going, I should really stop doing this. The more I bust his balls, the harder he's going to crack me in the fucking head. He gets over. And this guy must have had, must have had an empathetic moment better he listened to me because i went please don't kill me <laughs> and he just lightly tapped me on the head and went you did a really good job of keeping us all entertained this weekend they handed me another 50 was it the zombie th one is that where that was it the horror one no no this was a tattoo expo so tattoo, tattoo expo one. day three because i know you did the horror one too yep i did that one that was the one that shane douglas hit me in the head we gotta get more around here Dude, bar shows, I am, they're local shows I am willing to work deals with, especially things for bars or anything like that, you know, uh, I actually love doing bar shows, um, you know, because crowd comes in and out, especially if it's well promoted, I promote my shows constantly, so. You should, you're an amazing act, like people don't realize myself. until they see it, you gotta see it in person, go and participate. Everybody has the chance to participate. That's what people, I don't think people realize. Everybody at the show, it's not like there's the auction part and stuff like that, but he's usually got a stack. I mean, you're not going to do it as much anymore, as I said, with the headshots, but I remember you used to have a stack of cookie sheets. Oh, yeah. I used to do anywhere from uh, six to eight headshots a show. Not root beer. Not root beer. <laughs> Definitely not root beer. No. <laughs> Is that what they said, root beer? One of, you know, one of my guys who does a great job of making sure every time I'm live on anything, he does my website constantly. You really haven't updated it since the beginning of the divorce. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. What the fuck is this thing? Look at that shit. Spam. 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 Mechanically separated chicken parts. Long finger. Oh, dude, that would suck. Ha <laughs> ha. 
I'm like, well, I'm like, I can't be serious. And there he is. Yeah, I know. You're, 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 I'm you're serious. Like, Shit. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm going to lose my channel. I'm going to go viral, but I'm going to lose my channel. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. <laughs> viral, and then you're out. Shit. Dude, I tried to go live on New Year's Eve. My, uh, my friend and uh, her brother, as soon as I turned it on live, dropped the N-bomb like six times a minute. Oh. Fucking turn it off. Turn it off. Oh. Delete. Delete. Oh. delete. Like, Jesus Christ. You just have to worry about cunt with me and fuck. That's it. Those two I can get away with. Woo! But uh, Pete's from England. And uh, Oi! so when he goes out to smoke, he says, I'm going to go have a fag. They've started blocking that in the typing on Twitch now. Yeah. That's stupid. Pete will tell you, sometimes he has one fag right after another. <laughs> you know what the best part is? My buddy, my buddy Ed said... For your sake, was like we all thought he was serious. Or at least the ones that know me. That got awkward when I said that. You're just kind of like, oh, yeah, I forgot uh, about that for a minute. Shit, can we can we go back to not talking about that? <laughs> we don't want him to do it right now. We're trying to get him away from getting my channel shut down. Were you all paying attention? I don't think you could do that live on any platform unless you had your personal one. Then you still might get in trouble. Be like a self-mutilation thing. Yeah. That was my big thing when I had Twitch. I didn't know if you were like when you when I talked to you. I just wanted to have an interview. I didn't know what, if you were going to try to do something when you were here or not. So I, just in case, I tried to message Twitch to find out. You're not paying me enough. No, 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 no. I was like, look, you never know with you. If you, you want to know, yeah. What you know? I'm just finding out within this past year or so that I carry this reputation among many other things. And one of them being completely unpredictable. You are completely unpredictable. I don't understand that, though. But Not in, like, a violent bad way, but some of your just... Even in your matches, some of the things, the gimmicks you've come up with. I know we can't really go into details of it, but I was there for the penguin. Which time? Insulting, uh, you wrestled in at least twice. One time you brought orange soda, I believe. That wasn't the penguin. That was Bobby Ocean. Yeah, there you go. Wasn't that? He wasn't he the penguin? No. No. Who was the penguin? You brought up the penguin on the noose or whatever. But you. Uh, I would just. I just had that. I did have that with Bobby Ocean. Yes. <laughs> I, I did have so. Bobby Ocean a penguin on a noose. And the chicken. And uh, the <laughs> empty bucket of KFC <laughs> with a half-eaten chicken leg. Yes. And Bobby Ocean is the whitest black man you will ever meet. <laughs> So imagine now, now imagine now, this pale clown, I am a coloring book, I'm not white, this pale clown is handing, in a ghetto area, is handing a black man an empty bucket of chicken with a half-eaten chicken leg, or a penguin on a noose. And I'm a good guy! In my defense, it wasn't completely my idea. Bobby did play a little bit into that. Believe it there. It was definitely entertaining. <laughs> oh my god, yes, and watermelon. At one show, I did hand him a styrofoam piece of watermelon. <laughs> and he got angry because he couldn't really eat it. Oh my god, and I wrestled him and his tag partner, who is also a very darkly comple complexioned male. Darkly <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm a coloring book. I can say whatever the fuck I want. And, uh... 
I had my big bag of fuck em up. I reach into the bag and there's this snake and I start pulling it out. It's like a ten foot long snake. And there's another one and I start pulling out all these long snakes at the same time. Snakes on a plane just came out. And I'm wrestling two darkly complexioned men. And I look at them both and go, Who put these motherfucking snakes in my motherfucking bag? <laughs> oh, wait! Neither of y'all Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Shit. Y'all look alike to me anyways. And then I got knocked in the jaw. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm a coloring book. Nobody's safe. I was told a very long time ago I should have been this age in like the 80s and 90s because my fucking ridiculousness would have been all over. Come to Gugs. What's Gugs? Gugs is a bar locally. Why? Uh, my friend Callie is saying come to Gugs. Gugs is a bar over in Glens Falls. How far? I'm not driving after one beer, and I'm on beer two, about to go on to beer three. Yeah, Sorry, Callie. I'm doing know. an interview close by, apparently, though. Back to the interview. Yeah, it's, uh, Gugs is probably like five, ten minutes away from your driving tops. I wouldn't drive right now. I've had way too many of these. I'm not I doing mean, goddamn team that was That was full. Yeah. Plus the two shots of the bourbon. I'm good. Be keep going. What's next on the list? Really didn't have a list. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. I just the ladies gotta love that. <laughs> Shh. I don't have more female viewers with that. Uh, let's just say I know a few tricks with my tongues. You don't. You don't really. Dr you don't really go out much around here, do you? you? I see you in Saratoga sometimes. I see you posting what's there to do in Saratoga stuff like that. I was homeless for a little while at this one place I was working for. Uh, the guys let me stay in one of the jobs we were working. So appearance at Harvest Fest. Uh, I don't know if somebody books me for Harvest Fest. I will be at another Harvest Fest. I don't know which Harvest Fest. I don't know what Harvest I Fest will, is. Uh, it's uh. Like basically hillbilly. But these are things I can look into. It was great though. It was just kind of like another random thing. It was great though. It was like middle of nowhere hippie, mud, side of the river music, beer music. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I did my side show actor. It was good. Um, Do you know if you're doing the tattoo expo again this year? I am. I am doing the Saratoga tattoo expo this year. I believe that's April fifth, sixth, and seventh. Uh, I'm already booked for that. I will be. Happily doing that all three days. Of course, I'll have my own booth while I'm there. Um, you gotta get more merch. I uh, I need somebody to help fund it. If anybody wants to help, like prepay for shit, I have ideas for merch. I'm just poor. I'm living out of my car, so <laughs> I, have, I keep getting requests for oddball shirts and some new T-shirts, which I have ideas for. But uh, sadly, I don't have the funding. Funding. <laughs> Start a Patreon and getting um. If you have the website, your uh, your actual page, not a, don't do a group one, do an actual page. I don't know if you have that or not. You can actually make a donation button on that page, too. That's to check into that. So on mine, it's actually, it says shop now. So I'll let everybody know the shop now button is just a donation button. Yeah. And it goes straight to a PayPal account. Have to check that out. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Trust me, dude. I'm crowdfunded as well. <laughs> Barely crowdfunded. Only when I have a show and they get to staple it to me. Kink. 
<laughs> Do you? Uh, hang on a second. Yeah. Tommy's Tattoo Convention. Um, I follow them online. I have sent them an email asking if they ever want entertainment. Um, message me later for refunding. Fuck you, Tom. You love me, you know. Uh, but yeah, Todd. Um, I have yet to ever hear a response from them. I could always try again, but I think it usually helps if you have other people requesting for it. <laughs> In other words, you guys get to work requesting other places and asking, and that will help me. Do you self? Do you go around to places and like hand out flyers or business cards? Uh, or anything? I hand out business cards very often. Uh, usually, when I go to random bars or places, stuff like that, random people I talk to, um, I probably go through a dozen business cards a day. Uh, I wonder if I should do business cards or flyers. Flyers, business card, flyers is one thing I've tried. Flyers. I bitched uh, about not seeing flyers for music, like local music anymore. And uh, Matt from Hunger Jack actually went and made some and gave me some to hand out. That's the best thing. That's the best thing to do. But not not a lot of people do that anymore. They all rely on the internet, and you can't. But I don't find anything on the internet. That's the thing. Now a lot of people even... Unless you're actually specifically following a specific thing, you don't see the randoms. No, I never heard anything from Venice Be Beach Freak Show. Sadly. Now, if you can get more people from Cali Venice to go with show. you and all start... Yeah, um... I know, I've seen the show. An old fan of mine. Uh, I'm actually friends with a couple guys out that way but now, by the way. Like, Bazoo the Clown. That's where Mort came uh, from. Ozzy Blood. Morg is, uh... Yeah, they go famous from there. I follow Morg, but um, I'm, there's certain guys I've talked to, like uh, friends of Morg. Now he does some kind of thing where stuff. he's got a religion based on math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually uh, I follow his stuff. It's really neat. So, I check it out. Why don't you try to put a freak show together around here? I know you know more. I know you know, like, Kali Va. Is that how you say her name? The Fire Breather Girl. She's local, too. She lives around here. Oh, Kali. That's what I was talking yeah. about. Kali Van. I'd love uh, to get yeah. her on here, too. I was actually just talking to her. She was the one who was telling me to That's uh, her? whatchamacallit. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to get her on here and interview her, too. Yeah. Callie, uh, if you're not still watching. I want to promote local people. Anybody in the 518 or surrounding close by. I, mean, I, I had some PR person message me from California yeah. and try to give me her people. And, like, I don't know if they were expecting more or whatever. And I'm like, look, your PR should have told you what I am. Here's what I am. We can get on Skype if you want, and I can talk to you, promote you, or whatever, for you know an hour or two, whatever you want. Yeah. It's your choice. It's free for you. It's free for me. And they're like, oh, well, I want to do that. I want to do that. It's your choice, dude. Don't beat around the bush. If you want to do it, do it. If you don't want to, let me know. I'll find somebody else. Well, I, uh, I was actually, this past October, was going to have a uh, my first variety show, but uh, people ended up having to cut back on parts of the entertainment and stuff. So I got to stay booked, but sadly the uh, other parts of the variety show got cut away. So hopefully at some point I can find somebody else interested and actually let me do their own little, uh, my own little variety show, sideshow, circus thingy. Have some fun with it. But sadly for right now I need to focus on my shit. And I can do a three hour show by myself. That's what it's all about. <laughs> the biggest thing I try to do is local networking. Mm. I think that, that like I said the flyers are great they need to do that more but uh, people need to spread each other everybody needs to help push each other around yep. that's what it all comes down to it's a, it's a community of people 
There's enough. There's enough business for everybody out there. There is, but the problem is not a lot of people want to work together. A lot of people want to battle. I can't tell you one other person in this area that does what you do. I can't tell you one. Not exactly how I do it. No. I, I'm not even close. I've never seen any advertisement for close to what you do. I've never seen anybody else locally, unless it's during the summer at the Polynesian place, do what Kali does. I've never. And we have talent in this area. It just goes undiscovered. Yeah, that's the thing. Sadly, unless you really, really look for it, you don't find it. No, like, I stumbled upon you randomly. Yeah, it was wrestling show, too. Yeah. It was before the sideshow stuff. Yeah. See? It's all random. Get yourself out there. <laughs> Gotta know how to whore yourself. That's all it really takes. You gotta whore yourself out. Ah! That was almost a testicle. It's okay. <laughs> I got 11 balls. I can spare one or two. <laughs> Amanda says, ask what the mouth do. <laughs> I can turn my head sideways like two places at once. <laughs> Answer your question? For the right price, he might do porn. Have to be she says, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'd have to be a very high payday. Very I don't high know if payday. I could do it, man. I'd have to be a very high payday. I don't know if I could ever perform. See, like, we can go into stories, but I can't tell names. Like, I, years ago, I was with somebody, and their fetish was to have somebody watch. Not participate. Lay on the edge of the bed and stare. I couldn't function. I was so fucking weirded out. I'm not going to comment on my <laughs> personal life. Let's say for the right fiance. amount of money, uh, that wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I couldn't function. Couldn't do it. Been there. We are going no further. <laughs> So I get another goddamn beer. Sorry. We have plenty. Yes. Thank you, sir. Scholar and a gentleman. <laughs> well, it was either be a scholar and a gentleman. I want to say, for my craziest guest, off. he is actually the cleanest. What are you talking about? <clears throat> oh, dude, uh, I've had people, beer cans all over the room. I've had uh, my own uncle stumble into the table, knocked a fucking black sambuca all over the floor it left a stain it was, dude, no, I got drunk on that shit when I was like 16 that was the grossest shit ever and it's like black licorice it's a family thing it's got a it's got a meaning behind it that's why it's always got to be there oh. <laughs> this has been an entertaining evening so other superstars you've wrestled with like big big names like people like, to me, I know a lot of the local people, but, like, I know you've wrestled Balls Mahoney. Mm -hmm. you, you've traveled with Sabu, Kevin Nash. you have any other people you've done stuff with? Scott Norton. Scott Thanks Norton. Him. Uh, I've been on shows with Goldust. I actually have permission from Goldust to do the Shattered Dreams. He was shocked to find out that I do it ten times. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else? Um... Stevie Richards, friends of Stevie Richards, trained with Stevie, uh, trained with Rip Rogers, uh, Kazarni, I talk with every once in a while, 
have trained with him. Uh, Stockade, another local East Coast guy. Uh, I've had matches with uh, Just Incredible. I got to train a couple years with and have a couple matches with him. Um, Jason Knight as well, trained with him with the head school and uh, have a couple matches with him. Balls Mahoney, shit. Dude, he's a legend. Balls, yeah. Balls is a great guy. Balls, I used to have all that conversations with Balls. Four hours, we'd sit there talking about brownies. How we make our own personal brownie mix. Seriously. Yeah, when it comes to names, we got a small list. Got to tr train with Crime Time. Some of the, uh, uh, oh my god, Spirit Squad guys. Oh my god. <laughs> Spirit Squad guys. Yeah. Dude, they've got to feel bad about that. Like, that's got to be like, you know what I mean? Like, you like you get a contract with the WWE, you know, and then you, they tell you what you're doing, and you're like, "Fuck, fuck, dude!" At that point, we're gonna get covered with shit. <laughs> at that point, you just gotta be grateful for what you get, and wasn't one of if the, it's chicken shit, turn it into chicken salad. Wasn't it one of the the Alden boys who's from right around this area uh, has done like the little gimmicks where they like he came in like in the banana outfit or whatever, mm -hmm. and. uh he he said uh, one of his most painful experiences was actually in there because that uh, the big motherfucker, not Goldberg, is a big bald guy, was destroying people for a while. Ryback fucking picked him up and yeah. fucking dropped him, and I guess he's not very good. Like, there's ways that you can make it. You're not there to kill each other. Yeah. I guess this guy is just brutal and clumsy and just fucking, <clears throat> and he's just like it fucking hurt. No care. Yeah. I've heard uh, Brock Lesnar's also like that too. Total fucking yep. box Just case. Toss. No safety, no concern. Well, he's a. Br I've seen him in the UFC. Like, I picked on it when he first started it. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> you got that on video! <laughs> and watching how brutal he is as a person, it's got to be hard to dumb that down. I've been in the ring with a bunch of guys. One guy in particular, I've been in a, I won't say who he is, but I've been in the ring with him when he's been sober and wrestling, and I've been in the ring with him when he's been gassed up like a motherfucker wrestling. One of the guys I've been in the ring with that are just all power and no finesse, and uh, they just, they don't care. It, it is about throwing the other person. Luckily I'm light enough and I can turn my body to where I can pretty much land how I need to. When somebody's chucking me with all their might, there have been shows where Mick Foley has gone to the guy I wrestled that night and went, you are unsafe to wrestle. That's a lot for him to say. Yeah. Like, having a hardcore match with Mick Foley and like Foley's going to the guy I'm wrestling and going, you are unsafe to wrestle. Like, I found this out from the guy I wrestled, I'm not going to say his name, I consider him a friend, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, he definitely was, like, almost bragging about it, like, yeah, Foley was, like, talking about how strong it was tossing you around and stuff, it's like, no, he's saying you weren't protecting me, like, I caught yeah. on to that, and then every show after that, I was even more uptight about whatever moves we did. Nobody so. should go into that ring with the intent of causing damage like that. Uh, there's a difference between trying to hurt somebody and tell your story. 
on a shoot. <laughs> There's a difference between trying to hurt somebody and tell the story. You can tell a good story being nice and stiff and snug and cemento. There's a difference when you're trying to hurt somebody. <laughs> That's unprofessional. At its finest. You have to be careful who you do that too. Now what were you doing when you destroyed your foot? Uh, a regular wrestling match. A regular goddamn wrestling match. I had a 15-minute amazing technical wrestling match with some fat hillbilly who I won't say his name because he kayfabe the shit out of me when I asked to just go to a show to hang out. I hope you're watching or somebody else who I'm watching will tell you about this. I'm not coming to your show because... Disrespect. But I train with somebody. One of the things I always teach everyone is respect. I had it drilled into me. I drill into everybody. I'm a nobody, but I carry some clout, apparently. Seriously, that's not ego. Like, I'm still like, <laughs> I'm a somebody? Wait, what? You're a somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, moving right along. Um, <laughs> what was I talking about before I decided I to throw my way around? Oh, yeah. Um, so I was wrestling this guy. Who I will leave unnamed. Um, we had an amazing wrestling match. Amazing wrestling match. Towards the end of the match, I was doing a leg drop, leg drop, uh, springboard leg drop, springboard leg drop. And then when I went to do a leg drop off the top, he slid out the ropes. Um, and so I want to do, you know, the leg drop on the inside of the ring. Well, what happened was, I decided to just do a plancha from top rope to the outside. Problem is two things. One, he was two steps too far away when we made eye contact. And he didn't step forward. Which he refuses to acknowledge. Which is why he doesn't get credit anymore. You acknowledge your mistake, I'll give you credit for the good shit you do. <laughs> My mistake. I didn't reposition myself on the top rope. I kept my foot on the furthest rope back and the buckle. I didn't move it to the closest and then My mistake. So, I was wearing those toe sneakers too at the time because I could actually grab the top rope with my monkey toes. Which I talked about earlier too with my sideshow act. With yeah. the hat. All grabbing the cigarette. I had the monkey toes. While in the straight jacket. While in the straight jacket. I had the, I had the toe sneakers I was wrestling in. And I, uh, I jumped from the top rope to the outside before... He still caught me, which I give him credit for, but it was too late. I landed on the ball of my foot, on my left foot, crushed it. Uh, from what the doctors could see 48 hours after, because I waited 48 hours to go to the hospital, I'm an asshole. Uh, <laughs> like no, I'll be fine. Uh, eight <laughs> fractures, three breaks, all on my left foot. And I still got up after that. Did some chain wrestling with him for the finish spot. Took the pin and then did the shattered dreams twice on the fucked up foot. And then crawled to the back and then went to Denny's and made Bobby Ocean carry me to the bathroom more than once, saying, "You want to help me hold it?" While he was holding the bathroom door open, going, Hurry up, Cloud! Hurry up! I can't be here all night! Sure, you don't want to hold it, Bobby! 
<laughs> Jacked black guy. Come on, man! <laughs> At Denny's. <laughs> Fucking Denny's, man. It was great. You can't beat Denny's. You really can't. We got here. We got about 15 minutes left. Oh, man. You have any advice for the children? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, if there's children watching, nobody did their job tonight. <laughs> Everybody failed. Don't don't be like me. <laughs> don't be like no. me. No. Any advice for anybody out there? Know yourself. Stand your ground. And don't let anyone. Anyone. Dictate who you are. Some of the best wisdom I've heard on here. I try, man. Sometimes it's from the most unexpected people. I try. Shit. I'm glad we got to do this. I was pumped, dude. I was like, as soon as you said you would do this, I've been ecstatic for fucking weeks. Yay. I'm glad. Well, I guess we still have 13 minutes, so 13. whatever you want to do, man. I I'm here, man. I'm just here at this point, man. This is when it uh, this is when it starts to die out. Like the last like ten fifteen minutes of all these shows is when it starts to. We're not even drunk. It's just like a Mild relaxed buzz. buzz. Nice little. Just chill. Oh my god! You know what we could do? How much of my shit have you seen? I don't know why. I've seen quite a bit. Because if you want extra footage and shit, we could always watch some of my fucking hardcore shit. Yeah. And you get reaction like, holy fuck, like, have you seen this? No? Okay, watch this. I'll tell you what happens here. Let's see how we <laughs> do this. Go to this. Well, I'm saying, because then you could end this now if you wanted, and then use extra background bullshit footage because dude technically you i'm not driving anywhere so you kind of yeah, got me fine. at your disposal so if you want to do like <laughs> take bullshit that doesn't sound good at all at a video there we go wait that doesn't sound good outtake bullshit doesn't sound good oh. that you're at my disposal oh well technically what an oddity what do you recommend I don't know what have you seen what haven't you seen? Oh my god, that's a recent one right there. This one? That, that's a hardcore match, a recent one. I need to piss really fast. Right. I'm gonna stop this, I'm gonna restart this again. If you guys keep watching, that's awesome. Cheers, Amanda. We're not we're not ending yet. <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna show one of his matches for the finale of this year. Wait, do you want let me ask you this. Do you want a slightly funny hardcore match, or do you want one of the more brutal matches I've ever had? Probably, let's do one of the most brutal matches you've had. My first match back. This one right here? Nope. It was right before this. Uh, go through. I actually did nerve damage in my left arm. Um, I have nerve damage in my head. And I lost so much blood, I actually sat there. Do you know there. which one it's on? Um, on Bell Army. 
I actually, I remember going, why am I doing this? That was one of the first times I ever asked myself that. Ah, uh, down. Um, hang on. Where is it? You motherfucker! Oh, it's not on here. What the fuck is that bullshit? Well, goddamn. I thought I had it on there. I guess we are stuck watching this. This is a fairly brutal match. There was still a lot of blood loss. In this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. At one point, the ref looks at me because of blood squirting out. Did you want to uh, take a piss break before you go? Yes, on? I would like to take a piss break. And I'll get this ready to roll. Yes. Get ready to do this again. And another live. And another live. And some more video. And I'm a whore. Yeah. Alright, we're going to add another screen on here. And we're going to show one of his uh, pretty brutal fights here. All right. And now I'm going to eat. <laughs> Right. I don't know if the the, you, the Facebook people might not be able to see this too well. So this is more of a Twitch thing. Okay, so Twitch can see both of us. Facebook can. Let's find out if we can do this. Hold on there, Facebook people. They're not going to be able to see it too well. That's not going to show up very good. But, at least I'll have somewhat of what we're doing. Yeah, I have an idea. It's okay, my Facebook people always see me stuffing my face talking the <laughs> So when was this match? This was a couple months ago. The guy I'm wrestling, the other clown, is P.T. Jester. He's a friend of mine. He used to be a tag partner of mine in a stable called The Sideshow. My opponent was running late that night, 
and my partner just happened to be there to hang out for support. There was no crowd. So we had a four corners tables match, door match. Each door was wrapped in a weapon. We're just realizing now we don't have them in the ring. <laughs> so we're telling the ref to go get them. That one's the floor strips with the little nails on them. Another one is covered in gusset plates. Another one's wrapped in barbed wire. And another one's covered in thumbtacks. Those hollow doors. You know what I'm wondering? What's that? If that might help. Dun, dun, dun! No, that really don't help the viewers at all either. I was trying to see. No, no, it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help the fucking Facebook viewers. And it's not really setting the mood. Oh, we're setting the mood all right, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, we've got the table or the pieces with the floor panel on them okay. with the nails. The closest left to me is the barbed wire, the closest right to me is the thumbtacks. The furthest left to me that you see right behind my buddy, the lines up and down, those are the uh, floor strips with the nails, and the other ones with the little squares are the gusset plates. Write a comment. My nipple ring is injured. I'm getting excited. Twitch.tv. We did some actual wrestling. My buddy has not been in the ring in so long. There. I linked the Twitch on there that you guys... Twitch is the way to go. I can show you guys so much more. Hey, just put a thumb up his butt. And yes. I get a thumb up my butt at the same time. <laughs> You've always been famous for the thumb in the ass. By the way, I have confirmation, not from you, so I've got this from someone else, that you really do that to people. It's not a gimmick. I know for a fact from another wrestler that you really jam your thumb in people's asses. Oh. <laughs> Matt. Let me guess, is somebody that's a little butt hurt? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I, I asked him about that. We were watching YouTube videos together one night. I was like, does Lenny really do that? And he's like, oh, yeah. I'm not sorry. <laughs> he actually talked about maybe coming in here one of these nights. Like when you're, he was talking about maybe coming in tonight, but I think he's, uh, he's at that CD release party. See, I mean, the ring sounds like it hurts. This one was a little stiff. Yeah, notice it's not a much of a bounce when you hit. No, this one was a little more solid. It was not that much fun. I know it's cheesy, but I really prefer the John Wayne Gacy style face paint. <laughs> Which one? I have two that are like that. Uh, the one that's got the white with the red uh, diamond shapes. Or is it blue diamond shapes over? Blue diamond shapes. Yeah, yep. there you go. Well, wait, the solid diamond or the intersecting diamond? I have two. The, I like the solid blue. Okay. 
It reminds me of my base clown one. It yeah. reminds me as of John Wayne Gacy, as far as that one goes. Yeah. If that fucking dude had dove at you through the ropes like that, fuck. He never does because he's a pussy. He Pretty always before. does the run and scare. He's like, ha ha ha. And I that's why I literally just stopped and went, fuck you. <laughs> I know the trick. It doesn't do anything for me. There's no crowd there. So really, this match is for us at this point. I didn't but get paid. Here's the thing. You got the YouTube viewers that are going to see this after. Yep. Like I said, like, I'll have, like, let's say my video gets, like, 50, 60 views tonight, right? My personal thing. Then when I share it again tomorrow, like, to my, my, my page and my actual personal one, Stuck you're the on, the, uh, on the bar... <laughs> ah! You know, out of all the stuff in the ring, the barbed wire gets me because you can watch it pull. It just, it pulls, not just your your shirt, your skin pulls with barbed wire. So, dude, when I see the barbed wire, ah. The table he just touched were the gusset plates. Those are those plates with their spiky metal. That you would put, like, carpeting down on? They're like razor blades, yeah. Oh, fuck me running. Hi, Stephanie, how's it going? Uh, if you get on Twitch, we're actually watching one of Len's matches for the end of the show. So I, say, I try to warn people all the time on Facebook, you got to get on Twitch. The show I can give you is so much better on Twitch. Oh, this is where I grabbed my straight razor. <laughs> you ask about it being real or not. Well, I know it's real, but I didn't know if you were actually cutting people. Uh, fuck, dude. There she is. Now, we had this conversation on people texting earlier. Does it bother you when you see people recording you? Nope, I play to the camera. Because I want video back. Because I've seen musicians now tell people to put their fucking phones away when they're recording. Mm -mm. I want the video. Because you know it's going to get posted and posted and pushed. And, and now I'm bleeding. I'm a huge fan of his work. <laughs> it's, uh, Stephanie, it's, uh, she was, uh, she's one of the people that was really excited about you coming on here. Thank you, Stephanie. I actually go blind to this match on two separate occasions. I can't see I'm bleeding so much. Oh, oh man. You can see it. Look at that. Now, do they, I have a question, do they cover you for this? Or do you have to pay that out of pocket? Um, when they don't pay you... Oh! Oh, man, I moved just in time. Fuck! I moved just in time, otherwise that would have been the back of my head. Oh! Um, I need an updated version of that Frankie Stars picture. Uh, they're usually supposed to pay me, but this is one of the shows where the promoter didn't pay me at all. So they don't cover your medical at all, though? Oh, no. Oh, if you've no. got to go get stitches or staples or anything, which I imagine you've had to have. I usually do super glue. That's fucked up. That's what they always do at the hospital now. Is he coming to the... Yes, we discussed it earlier. He will be at the Saratoga Tattoo Expo this year. Yes, I will be. All three days, I will have my own booth as usual. 
If I had to pick a night, which one should I go? Friday or Saturday? I can't do all three. Well, I'll have to do Friday then, because Saturday is... Mm. Yep. I'm actually going to try my first live out in public one next week. I'm not even sure how it's going to go. I'm hoping it goes good, because it's going to be like... It's like a... It'll be the, the tenth one of this particular podcast. Cool. So... Dude, look at that. It's, just straight, it's in your mouth. It's on your oh, it's yeah. over your head. I'm already getting to that point where I can't see out of my right eye. Yay, I get to see you again. Oh. My foot went right through that door, too. Hey, I need more pizza. I'm fat now. You guys that are watching that can't see this right now because you're not on Twitch, I'm going to be reposting this video, uh, the YouTube copy of it, tomorrow. You've got to watch this just to see. And mind you, he, he said there's no one there for this. They're not getting paid. These two gentlemen are just, they're taking it to each other just for the love of it at this point. Yep. Just for the entertainment. You know, the, the fact that somebody's going to watch. Like, we're watching on YouTube now. He, he's in the crowd, bleeding all over the place. Throwing the chairs. <laughs> So these guys are taking barbed wire, <laughs> razors, the, the little razor things that hold the carpet to the floor, uh, doors are broken, he just took a fucking back full of steel. <laughs> yep. I watched the demonstration on that, um, uh, it was uh, Diamond Dallas Page and Dennis Rodman, when they did that whole gimmick, Yep, yep. and uh, Dennis Rodman took one of the rolled up wrestling mats, he's like, you need to hit me flat like this, and he hits it and he goes, bam, he goes... Because if you move it at an angle, and he swings it, and he hits it with the edge of the chair, it leaves a fucking line in the mat. He goes, that's my back if you screw this up. Yep. Yep. That's the best way to put it. So there's a skill, but in the end, folks, don't try this at home. I'm a trained idiot. I mean, professional. There's ways that they're... Yes, it hurts, but they're taught to take this in a certain way. To where it minimizes the damage to the body if done correctly. Your your life and your your well being depends on your partner opponent at that point. I mean, one one or two inches left or right with what looks if like I'm it's going to happen here. If I'm correct, that board actually has the floor strips, the little nails. The, the one that's up between the chairs? Yep, that's like a table. So what I think is about to happen here, though, if he goes one way a little bit too much to the one way or the other, this could hurt really, really, really fucking bad. I'm just going to say keep watching. I saw one where Hugh Morris threw a Kidman the wrong way and forgot there was a chair there. Oh, fuck. Oh... See, I'm now. stuck. I'm stuck. Why <laughs> <laughs> did you laugh? I had to pick you're, myself up to get off. You're bleeding profusely <laughs> at this point. It just got put through like razor edge freaking nails. And you're laughing about this. Dude. What? You know, as a kid, I always wanted to do this at least once in my life. Not like to this extent, but just to... Just to wonder what it's like. I literally have achieved in some manner or form 
the goals I set for myself in life. Technically, you could say I am hitting my midlife crisis. I've hit my life goals. What do I do now? How much further do I go? Look, he's even clapping for you. He's like, come on. Damn. Look at that! That's a big dude! 260 oh. pounds. When I picked him up, the blood started spewing forward from my forehead. The re Me and the referee made eye contact. He's going, holy shit, let him. Like, what? He looked down, and I'm watching the blood spew from my forehead and hit the mat in front of me five feet away. That should have been it. <laughs> Stuff says you should go all the way with your goals. There's no end. There's no end to anything, man. You make it to one point, you make another. My last goal? I'm not going out till the world knows my goddamn name. Sorry. <laughs> oh! It's hard to fake getting hit in the balls. All, all 11 of them. <laughs> all 11 of them. <laughs> My finishing move I made. I call it the lobotomy. So much blood. Look at that, folks. Right there. The face of glory. There you go, guys. That right there. It's our show with Lenny. Glenn Oddity, everybody, catch him at the Tattoo Expo. He's got some, uh, the Amsterdam Armory. He'll be uh, wrestling there at the Elks Lodge, right? Yep. What's some other stuff? In Amsterdam. Uh, Immortal Wrestling, make sure you look them up. Immortal Championship Wrestling. Uh, I will also be working uh, Scarefest, I believe is the correct name for in October. It's a two-day event. Uh, excuse me, I will definitely be posting about that. Keep tabs on my Instagram and my Facebook. Of course, just look up Len Oddity. You will find all my shit on there. <laughs> so you guys can actually... Now I got like a whole bunch of cameras on me! Ah! As he's Follow my shit! <laughs> As he's wielding a fucking battle axe. Follow my shit! <laughs> Who cleans that shit up, someone wants to know at the end. Who cleans all that blood and all the broken boards and... Out of the ring? Yeah. I don't know. Not my concern. <laughs> There's your I've been doing from... this 17 years. He's I don't a... have to worry about that shit anymore. He's a wrestler, not a fucking janitor. Everybody have a good night. <laughs>